following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And remember, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will get $150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Get more info on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. So, Michigan, it is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We are heard on 19 fabulous stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're going to get to the bigger 10, the bigger 18. Are they adding any more teams? I'm trying to figure out where it stops. Stanford and Cal are going to end up merging with what? The Midwest, or not Midwest Conference, the Mountain West Conference, MWC. They bring nothing to the table. Talks of, oh, look what Stanford does in the Lear Cup for most championships won in non-revenue sports. No, you're forgetting that this entire gold rush for teams to join your conference is based on football. Football TV ratings for the multi-billion dollar deal or maybe some powerhouse basketball programs, but the NCAA tournament money for hoops is already there. I said it when it all went down that I'd take Miami, Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina. And that would make it the would that be the big 22? Crazy. The Pac-12 is done. They're down to four teams. Some of the memes and videos people are putting out there are hilarious. Talking about the Pac-12 fighting like four guys. Or it showed the band, the marching band, official marching band of the Pac-12 was the band that played on on the Titanic. Here, here's why they won't add Stanford and Cal. Reports say that Oregon and Washington are already going to get lower money to start to join because they had no other options. So now you look at Stanford and Cal. What do they bring to the table? Oh, the San Francisco TV market. Yeah, we dealt with Rutgers, who's cashing checks right now. And nobody in New York City or North New Jersey talks about Rutgers. Nobody. I mean, nobody. So you don't want another, well, we're going to add San Francisco. People in San Francisco don't watch Stanford and Cal. They watch the Niners or the Warriors or Draymond. 
Our Budweiser Folds of Honor huge question of the day that you can answer. Are there any more teams going to be added? And if so, what teams? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. How many more teams will they add? My last four would be North Carolina, Clemson, Miami of Florida, and Florida State. And those of you say, no, it's too far east. Hey, look what they just did out west. So you got east, you got west. It's a gold rush. Big Ten's going to have to redo the schedule for 2024. I think they're going to go to 10 conference games. Why? Because of multi-billion dollar, multi-partner TV deal. Oh, the traditional rivalries. We can't lose them. Yes, you can. If you're not a highly rated on TV, not on streaming, on over-the-air TV, your rivalry is not safe any longer. It's not. I don't care who it is. Michigan, Michigan State, I don't know if that's safe every year. You start to think how tough Michigan's schedule already looked for 2024 with UCLA, USC, Texas, Ohio State. I mean, now you had Oregon and Washington, folks. It's tough to go to Eugene or Seattle and get a W. And that was before the merger. And going to the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl isn't easy to be USC or UCLA. But the TV networks are going to want to watch and going to want to have the best matchups for the highest ratings, advertiser dollars, so they can afford, what is it, over $7 billion, I think is the final number? Hello? Oh, I want to see East Carolina, Michigan. Really? Really? I think that's how the head... Big Ten television network president. That's how he reacts to deals. Really? Stanford and Cal bring nothing to the... Oh, they bring San Francisco market. Really? They could do games and that X for the new Twitter will be flashing. You'll see it like the Batman logo. That doesn't annoy me. Hey, tell me you're changing. And now I, I got X. I can't find my app half of the time. I'm like, where'd it go? Where'd it go? It was on my phone here a half hour ago. Where'd it go? Oh, that's all right, Elon. Launch another rocket while I'm trying to launch a flare to find my damn Twitter app. <laughs> Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. One of our MSU Big Ten insiders, he's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Great, Bill. Thanks for having me. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing good. Boy, that came quick with Oregon and Washington, didn't it? Yeah, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I mean, you know that as soon as USC and UCLA entered the fray, those were the two possible logical ones. But in terms of pushing it across the finish line, it happened abruptly. And apparently a lot of the people out in Pac-12, Pac-14 country or whatever it was called, um, up until the 11th hour, they thought they could maybe save 
the conference and, and keep those teams in, but didn't happen. And um, college football takes another step in a different direction. We'll have to wait and see how many fans come with it and how many are left behind, what the roadkill is, what the unintended consequences are. You mentioned a, mis- a minute ago that the TV networks, and you're correct, you know, they're not going to be as interested at all in Michigan versus Carolina or Michigan State versus Richmond. Those spots on the schedule in the, in the future with this many teams in the conference, they'll be able to f- fill those out, conference game versus conference game, nine-game schedule, ten-game conference schedule, uh, because they'll be able to get a bigger figure, more millions of viewers, and that's what it comes down to. In the meantime, what damage does that do to East Carolina's athletic department? What damage does that do to Richmond's athletic department? Max schools. Uh, you know, Max schools, you know, they, they, they schedule two heavyweights a year, most teams do, most, you know, Central, Eastern, Western, to pay the bills for the whole athletic department. If they don't have those games anymore, um, if funding for those departments will go down, scholarships will go down, the net result will be fewer jobs for coaches, programs getting cut at the smaller schools, and fewer athletic scholarships for young athletes, Washington State, Oregon State, and coming soon to those mid-majors. So, the fat cats, the TV industry, they'll, they'll make some money, but down the line, there's going to be some damage. Well, there'll be some damage, but you might go back to a pure form of intercollegiate athletics mm-hmm. uh, at the lower level, you know, football subdivision, D1, maybe, you know, CMU Western, the MAC, those schools drop down, maybe some of the bigger D2 programs like a Ferris or Grand Valley State, who knows, Saginaw Valley State or Michigan Tech could bump up. Uh, you could get that bridge between the upper echelon and D2. Uh, with the lower side of D1, with the football subdivision, there's so many TV networks. Yeah, they're not going to get, what is it, Power 3 money now? <laughs> it's not even Power. Yeah. yeah, you got Power 3. I mean, ACC has a has a football deal with the CW network. Where Where is the CW network? I can't find that, and I can't find my Twitter app. I know, but you'll be able to find Big Ten. It's going to be plastered all over those networks. So the the branding there is going to be good for the Big Ten schools, CBS, NBC, Fox. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be. Those are going to be uh, very slick, flashy presentations and broadcasts. So um, that'll be fun to watch. That'll be interesting. But uh, I, I'm I'm usually uh, open to change, and I embrace change in a lot of areas of life. But this, I feel bad to see the Pac-12 go away. I really do. So uh, next on the list, uh, if any. I don't know. They may be waiting because the 2024 schedule and beyond that first two years they did will have to be uh, redone now. Who, who, who else do you think they add? I'm talking near future. Boy, I don't know. Yeah, I do not a know. Tough one. I mean, I mean, you know, three years ago, I, I thought maybe Notre Dame Stanford might have been in play, but Notre Dame's going to get enough money from NBC by itself. They don't need to. They don't need to move on. It looks like. Stanford, do they move the needle enough? Uh, you know, I, maybe the Big Ten holds out and waits for the ACC to crumble, and then, you know, Florida State. Who wants Florida State more, the Big Ten or the SEC? It might end up the Big Ten might want Florida State more than the SEC, and you might not have thought that five or ten years ago. It didn't really fit the pedigree, but it's changing. Big Ten wants to be a national conference. They want to be the NFC. Uh, you know, the, the, the half of the half of the of the of the country. So then I suspect way down the road, you're going to get a really interesting bidding war between the Big Ten and SEC for North Carolina. 
I think that'll be an interesting one between those two conferences, and uh, that that's a battle that's uh, I, I think that one is, is going to be waged at some point. Just a matter of when. And because of the heavy buyouts, I read this story. That's why the ACC isn't being plundered right now, like the Pac-12 that had none of that in place. I mean, the leadership in the Pac-12 to let the the Big 12 look like the conference that was going to go away and there was going to be the Big Four with the ACC, SEC, Big Uh Ten, and Pac-12. And the Big 12 uh, made the right moves, and they landed Utah and Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado and brought Prime to the Big 12. And meanwhile, the Pac-12 just sat there and literally presented a TV package with Apple to their member schools that were left. And that was before Arizona State, Arizona, and Utah officially bolded. And the rest said, we got to get out while we can get some money. That's it. It's over. Strike while the iron is hot is one of those business axioms. And also, nice guys finish last. And the Pac-12, the Pac-12 had a chance to hammer the Big 12. When Oklahoma and Texas left, two years ago, the schools that were frightened Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, those were the schools that thought they might end up without a home because the Pac-12 was not interested in those schools. Um, Instead, now that has shifted to Oregon State, Washington State. Exact same situation. Uh, Pac-12 had a chance to go in and, and, and raid the Big 12 of what was left after Oklahoma and Texas left, and they were right for the picking. They, they hesitated, and they didn't want to be that conference. They were the nice guys, and that's where they are now, sadly. Jim Combroni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU, one of our Big Ten insiders, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, impact of the expansion on Michigan State I believe that they're going to go to no divisions as planned, even with adding Oregon and Washington, because TV wants the two highest-ranked teams in that conference championship game. But I could see, with the addition of Washington, Oregon, and you have Nebraska out west, you could have a western-eastern divisions for minor sports. You know, they say they're not going to have divisions, but... You know, they could erase that and go to a blank slate and start over again at the drop of a hat, Bill. You know that. With these four Pacific teams coming in, you know, how, how, what do they have, 18 teams? How do you have an 18-team, one division, one, one conference? I don't know how that works. I know they want to have the two highest-ranked teams. I think, it, you know, I, what, were we, what we were talking about in Indianapolis a couple of weeks ago about the Ohio State-Michigan game moving to October, what's the reason to do that? That's to separate between having a rematch, whether it's number one versus number two at the end of the year or a couple of divisional champions. Either way, I suspect that's what the TV networks are going to want. Um, I don't know. 18-team single division, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. I'm not sure this is uncharted territory. Uncharted, I mean, you're walking into a dark tunnel, and again, the light at the end of the tunnel is all the money uh, that the Big Ten schools are getting. I know some are saying, well, you're taking away traditions, uh, rivalries. Hey, that, that went out the door a long time ago in college sports. And speaking of rivalries, uh, the Michigan-Michigan State game, in this new schedule they're going to put out with the additions of or addition of Oregon and Washington, uh, will Michigan and Michigan State play every year, or could that become play two years and don't play two years? You never know. You never know. Um, 
the um, you know Michigan State will want to play that game. If Michigan waivers, um, that's uh, that's an institutional decision. Do politicians get involved, as we've seen in other states? I don't know, but I think that one is. I, I think that one is safe, but you never know. Yeah, I got. I think there's going to be no divisions because they want the top two highest-rated teams in the title game. They don't want two divisions and have a division be really weak and have a primetime game in the mighty Big Ten with a dog team. We've seen that at times in the Big Ten championship game. So I I look at Michigan-Michigan State, and they're going to want to get Oregon-Washington and UCLA and SC in this rotation uh, with schools like Michigan, uh, like Michigan State, like Ohio State, Penn State. I I just don't see how you can play everybody every year. You can't. You're right. No, you can't. It'll There'll be a rotation, and you are going to see your favorite Big Ten team, whether it's Michigan or Michigan State or whomever, um, playing UCLA November 4th at 8 o'clock at night. That's going to seem really strange on the road. You know, meanwhile – you know, your old-fashioned Michigan versus Illinois, Michigan State versus Wisconsin, those will come around less frequently. Those old familiar Midwestern games that we're used to, that we grew up on, they'll still be part of the schedule, but it won't be week in, week out. Many of those dates will be replaced by games in November and October that we don't recognize. Now, we've seen Michigan and Michigan State play Oregon and Washington in you know early season and early September. But having them later in the season, that's going to be a different flavor. And we'll see how that, that, that turns out. I, I, again, I'll, for the fourth time, I'm a little sad to see it. I like the regionality of the conferences. But it's, it's, a, it's a game of risk. You know, it's a big board game between the SEC and the Big Ten. Who can, who can eat up the most territory before the other one does? And uh, it's a money grab. And each of those conferences are trying to, uh, you know, mark off their fiefdoms. And those of us that are old enough to remember other sports in the past, I remember when Bob Arum and Don King did this in boxing and ruined the sport, kind of. Now, th- that was different because you don't have franchises carry on from year to year to year. But I've seen IndyCar ruined by war and factions. Um, uh, I, I just a uh, little uneasy about it, Bill, but not much I can do about it. The, uh, you know, the young athletes will still, will still get on the field. It'll still be Michigan State helmets against Purdue helmets once in a while. Against Michigan helmets, and that'll be fun. And I suspect we'll still see still uh, stadiums. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can follow everything connecting the Spartans to the expanded Big Ten at SpartanMeg.com. And we'll see what happens when they come out with a new schedule. I think they're going to go to 10 conference games, and you'll get – Two non-conference games, and it will be the school's choice. Do you want to schedule one big boy game and basically have a preseason game uh, to start the season? But it will be dictated by TV networks. They will have input. I think you'll see more night games uh, for the bigger schools, especially when you get out west where 7.30 would be 4.30 out west, but 10.30 would be prime time out west. And think about this. I saw a note from one of the college writers. The Big Ten now will have teams in every TV time slot at 12, 3.30, 7, and 10.30. It's a lot of inventory, a lot of money. And I think you're right. I think they are headed to 10 conference games, and that'll bring in more and more money for those conferences in a select few. Um, that will also lead to more records 
that resemble NFL teams. So some programs and some fan bases are going to have to get used to the idea that seven and five is not a bad season anymore. Um, it'll be interesting if they do go to ten games. Will other conferences do that? Because the negative side of the coin is: do you cannibalize yourself and prevent some of your teams from making the twelve-team playoff? Those are things that need to be uh, looked at, also. But those, I think you're right. I think the TV networks are going to want a ten-game schedule. We'll see with those other factors how they factor in. Yeah, because the TV executives will want all the major matchups, but you have to also sit back and analyze what you just said, Jimmy. You don't want to cannibalize your conference too much, but now you have to put Oregon and Washington in the rotation, and that's why I think uh, with all Big Ten schools, outside of maybe one rivalry where both sides agree, Ohio State and Michigan, because of the mega TV ratings, is never going anywhere, but I will say Michigan, Michigan State has had high TV ratings the last three to five years. Pretty solid. And if you have 10 conference games, that's just another banger on the schedule. And then you have if, uh, you know, a team playing that extra tough game earlier in the year, that's an extra wear and tear, then a conference championship game, then a 12-game tournament. Some of these top teams playing 14, 15, 16 games of the season, you're going to end up um, – you're going to end up – crowning champions and playing championship games with, with walk-ons at key positions. You're going to run out of players. It will happen. Like in the conference championship last year in the NFL, um, when what team was it that didn't have the quarterback? You're going to see that come home to roost in college if they ask these players to play too many games in these crucial, crucial situations. I think you're going to see expanded scholarships because of the money there. Uh, I think you'll, you'll see 95, 100 scholarships creates more depth. Uh, taxi squads, what you, again, the the, the same conversation we have about NFL practice squads, I think you're going to see that. And college football, it isn't over. We'll keep you posted. Spartan fans can follow everything Michigan State connected to the expanded Big Ten in the upcoming season, which opens up Friday, September 1st, against the mighty Chippewas of Central Michigan at Spartan Stadium. SpartanMag.com is your uh, Spartan web address. Comp, thank you so much for the conversation. Appreciate it, Bill. Have a great day today. Thank you. All right, Jim Camperoni checking in from East Lansing, home of our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. that carries a huge show, tape delayed weeknights, 6 until 9 p.m. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans, huge question of the day. How much bigger will the Big Ten go? What teams? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Live broadcast reminder, tomorrow, 3 until 6. I'm live at Berlin Raceway in Marne, just west of downtown Grand Rapids for the Tecton Battle at Berlin 250. Tickets available right now at BerlinRaceway.com. Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASCAR, he'll join me after the rain-delayed Race down in Brooklyn, Michigan. That will be tomorrow at 3. The Huge Show in the Michigan Sports Network live previewing Wednesday night's Battle at Berlin 250 presented by Tecton. That will be at Berlin Raceway in Marne, just west of downtown GR. And like I mentioned, get your tickets now and race info at berlinraceway.com. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds you that it is now illegal to manually use a cell phone or other mobile electronic device while operating a vehicle on Michigan roads. Any questions? Can I make or answer a telephone or video call? No. Can I browse or use the internet? Nuh-uh. Can I watch, record, or send a video? Nope. Hope that clears things up. Go hands-free. It's the law. Huge here with a reminder that you can join me in the Michigan Sports Network on Wednesday, August 16th from 3 until 6 p.m. as we're broadcasting statewide live at the Coach's Corner on 7 Mile Livonia at the Fox Creek Golf Course. You can help us raise money for Folds of Honor to help children of fallen soldiers and first responders receive college scholarships that their fallen loved ones would have provided. You can also enjoy the live broadcast and 22-ounce drafts for 5 bucks. Domestic bottles for just $3.00. 75 cent bone-in wings, $2 homemade potato skins, and many more specials. Dine in only. All vets, we thank you for your service, and you'll get half off all day August 16th at the Coach's Corner on 7 Mile Livonia at the Fox Creek Golf Course. So join me there, and you can check them out online at Coach's Corner Bar and Grill of Livonia.com or go to the Michigan Sports Network.com website for more info. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, one of the greatest producers ever. Behind the glass, Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com will join us. I did see in the first coaches poll, your mighty Michigan Wolverines are number two behind Georgia. Alabama number three, but Michigan didn't get any first place votes. Georgia got 61. Michigan is ranked second, but Alabama got four first place votes and the Buckeyes of Ohio State. 
Uh, hello, new quarterback with Georgia, new quarterback with Alabama, new quarterback with Ohio State. And then there's Brian Beauregard Kelly. I've been telling you that the Tigers will rise again. I got Mama Kelly's sweet tea, and I'm down on the bayou right now, and I got 35 guys faster than any guy ever here at Notre Dame. And I can't wait till LSU plays a night game in Baton Rouge. And I'm Brian Beauregard Kelly, reminding you that my uncle is a guy with the white beard on the Kentucky Fried Chicken Bucket. Yeah, so the preseason coaches poll, college football's first poll, Georgia won, Michigan with no first place votes, two, Alabama, three, Ohio State, four, LSU, USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Tennessee, the top 10, Washington, who will be joining the Big Ten at number 11, Texas, Notre Dame at 13, the Utes, not just tree Utes, but a bunch of Utes. From Utah at 14, Oregon, they're joining the Big Ten at 15. Think about that in the Big Ten next year. You have Oregon at 15, Washington at 11, Penn State at 7, USC at 6, Ohio State at 4, and Michigan at 2. Is that like 7 of the top 15 for the new Big Ten starting next year? TCU at 16. Oh, let's get TCU and Michigan in a rematch. Maybe another bubble screen at the goal line. Kansas State at 17, Oregon State. Hi, I'm Oregon State. I'm looking for a conference. At 18, Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner at number 19. North Carolina at 20. Wisconsin, Luke Fickle. Wisconsin's at 21. Luke Fickle, Matt Mitchell, former Grand Valley coach, then Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas Tech, and Texas A&M. Iowa just on the outside looking in. I'm betting on Iowa to get into the top 25. I think that's a surefire bet. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com want to get his thoughts on the ever-expanding uh, Big Ten, Big 18, Big 22, Big 24. When does it end, Chris? Huh. Uh, not for a while. I think they're still looking. Now there are rumblings that Cal and Stanford are talking with the ACC. So I thought those would be naturals just because of the academics. But, you know, uh, in terms of the location and everything else, it's not natural at all. And I don't like it. You're going to have kids on planes. Uh, who was it? One of the coaches came out and said, you know, it, it would be – we would be – faster to London than we will be able to get to Oregon, uh, he said. And, uh, you know, it's just a mess. But uh, it is what it is. It's about the money, as we all know. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do it, if it's going to be pods. Four pods eventually, I think, is what we're, we're looking at. It's going to continue to expand to the point that, um, you know, you're going to have, like, four separate divisions within the, within the conference. And it's going to be weird, Bill. It really is to see who doesn't play who in any given year. But, you know, we've been told that next year 
year schedule will be uh, redone now, and it's going to have to be redone because those two two teams are joining the the conference to Oregon and uh, Washington next year. So uh, we'll have to keep an eye out for that and see. I don't think it'll affect the Michigan Texas game, but we'll we'll see. So uh, it's it's a disaster in my opinion, but uh, you know what? I, I'm a traditionalist, and uh, all you can do is just go on. And, and I will say this: it will make it will eliminate a lot of those uh, crummy games. I think you'll see more league games, and I think um, uh, because. Uh, you you can uh, because you'll be playing better competition. You'll be able to, and because of the expanding playoff, you will be able to lose a couple of games and still be in consideration for the playoff. So that at least part that part in my opinion is positive. So if you're saying four pods off of uh, they're at 18, so let's say they get to 20 uh, soon, right. and you have four yeah. pods of five where you would play everybody in your pod every year, yeah. home and away. That would be eight games, and then you'll have two other games. Again, so that will rotate. I think they're going to go to 10 conference games. That will leave you two non-conference, maybe a big boy game, and then one of the lesser schools, right? Yep, exactly. And uh, you know what? Uh, and the, the lesser schools are the ones that are going to are going to struggle here and and suffer before it because they just aren't going to be scheduled as much anymore. And you can you can schedule more of the big boys now, knowing that you have a couple losses to play with. At the same time, the competition within your conference is going to be unbelievable, right? You've got USC, UCLA now, Oregon going out to Oregon. I don't care who it is on the West Coast, Michigan, and every other Big Ten school has had a problem winning out there on the road. So that's going to be a tough game. I remember 2003 going out to Oregon when Michigan was favored significantly and got their butts handed to them for three quarters and came back late. But, you know, it's hard for me to remember uh, games where Michigan went out there and won uh, in a non-conference, just a non-conference game. Uh, They sneaked one out against UCLA in the late 80s. They lost at UCLA once with John Navarro quarterback, uh, lost at Washington a couple of times. So um, it is not easy, and it's not going to be easy. So it's going to be pretty wild, Bill, in my opinion, going forward to see how this all plays itself out. Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. You can follow everything Michigan football, basketball, all University of Michigan athletics, and the expanding Big Ten 24 7 at the Wolverine.com. Uh, the Michigan Michigan State rivalry, you think they'll stay in the same pod? And will that rivalry be protected with adding Oregon and Washington? Because you know that the TV yeah. networks all want to see matchups with Oregon and Washington and Michigan uh, more than they want to see Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, I think that's going to be discussed. Um, I, I would imagine it will be. I think there are too many people that want to see that rivalry continue. Um, but who knows now at this point, uh, you know, those primetime games and, and getting the West Coast teams against the, uh, Michigan against the, and Ohio State are going to draw huge numbers. They just are. So um, that'll be interesting. And we'll see if they even allow it, how many they are allowed to protect now. Some schools, obviously, were allowed to protect more rivalries than others. Will that still be the case? And, of course, if Michigan only gets one it's going to be ohio state so we'll see what happens but um you know like i've said many times i think a lot of michigan fans we did a poll a lot of michigan fans that we've spoken with said they wouldn't mind if that was not a protected rivalry if it went on hiatus for a while um you can still see coming out of media day there's still a lot of bad blood there and uh, it was interesting hearing jim harbaugh say that he had not yet heard from mel tucker about the tunnel incident and he wanted mutual respect and everything and uh you know and then you've got other people saying oh they've going there at night they're gonna get batteries thrown on them and everything else so uh it certainly has not come down at all bill uh, come down a notch in terms of the temp-
temperature of that rivalry. And, uh, you know, so we'll see what happens going forward. Will be interesting. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com uh, joining us. So what's your best guess on if they were going to move fast on at least two more teams to get that number to uh, an even 20? Who would be at the top of your list on maybe the final additions or at least uh, the next pairing to join the Big Ten? Yeah, that's a great question. See, I thought Cal and Stanford would be probably the other two. And again, with the academics and, you know, the Big Ten has always claimed to, to be really interested in teams that are going to bring academics as well as athletics to the conference. So uh, it looks like that might not happen. Let's see what happens with Notre Dame. How many times can they say no to us, right? But uh, is what the Big Ten people must be thinking. But uh, they're a natural fit. And can NBC continue to pay that contract? Or are they going to say, look, you're going to need to join the conference? to get your money um, that's going to be fascinating to watch they'd be to me that's a no-brainer uh, that is one that that should happen and I think you're going to see them at some point they're going to have to join a conference and uh, it might as well be the Big Ten are they going to continue to thumb their noses at it because you know they're going to run out of options here pretty soon we're heading towards super conference here super conferences here obviously and are they going to be down there wanting to play with uh, SEC teams I, I don't think so so uh, that's one I would watch and then uh, after that, I thought maybe somebody like a Virginia or something like that. I really thought uh, like a Duke or a North Carolina would be great for, for basketball purposes, you know. But um, who knows what's going to happen with the ACC. There are still a lot of things in flux. And um, But to me, Notre Dame is the one that you have to go to and say, look, uh, we need you in this conference. You, you should be in this conference. Everybody's going to be in a conference. You know what? We need you in here. That's why Duke and North Carolina, Stanford, Cal aren't coming to the Big Ten because this is right. about football ratings, football powers. I think you would uh, see Miami and Florida State or Florida State and Clemson uh, before you would see uh, Stanford, yep. Cal or Duke, North Carolina. I still think Miami, Florida and Florida would give you that hotbed of recruiting in the state of Florida and deliver you Jacksonville, uh, Tampa, Orlando, Miami TV markets. Yeah, it'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? And uh, then you'd be everywhere. You'd be in California. You'd be in Florida. You'd be in all, except for Texas, obviously, which is obviously a recruiting hotbed as well. I thought at one point, you know, Texas and Notre Dame several years ago were tied at the hip, supposedly, and said, hey, you know, we're thinking about the Big Ten and would you go if we went type of thing. And obviously it didn't play out that way. But if you can get down there in, in Florida, uh, that would certainly help. But uh, theoretically anyway. But um, to me, you know what? It, it is what it is, and it means more road trips for us and uh, more venues and, and seeing more of the country, which is always great, you know, because I've, I'll be honest, the last couple of years covering these non-conference games, last year was boring, Bill, uh, being at the big house the, the entire month of September and, and not going anywhere. But when you can go out to Oregon and you can experience some of these environments, and, and it's good for the players, too, you know, uh, I think that's going to be good for college football, and hopefully we will see more of these, a few more anyway, of these non-conference games and and uh, we'll certainly be seeing them play some of these big conference games in these venues as well. Chris Ballas and Wolverine.com. Follow everything connected to Michigan football and the expand, uh, expanding, not expanded, I'll go with expanding Big Ten at the Wolverine.com. Chris, thank you so much. Anytime, Billy. Thank you. All right, Chris Ballas, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. You can order up Roast Umber for your office or business, RoastUmber.com, or look for Roast Umber Coffee, a craft coffee. Uh, that is brewed in Grand Rapids, and Nitro Cold Brew is also canned in GR, the ultimate wake-up drink. 
No additives or sugar. Look for it at your local store or online at roastumber.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Start shopping back-to-school lunch and snack favorites this week at Meyer. Right now, when you shop hundreds of items across the store, pick any seven, and you'll pay just $1 each when you buy seven or more. Get seven for $7 on Armor Lunchmakers, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, Pringles Grab-and-Go or Cheez-It Cups, Glasso Vitamin Water, or Meyer Sandwich or Snack Bags. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge, where you can experience a unique Pure Bar class taught by world-class instructors on Grand Rapids' iconic Blue Bridge. Check-in begins on Wednesday, September 6th at 7 p.m. The class will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are 25 bucks, and all proceeds from the event support Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Wednesday, September 6th is the date. Get more information at VAI.org. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device, Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use promo code HUGE when you sign up. Let's go to Scott in Grand Rapids. Thanks for the wait. Listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. You're on the HUGE show. Hey, big brother. Hey, uh... Basically, this is the death of the working man. It's uh, the, the, the the kids that are just trying to make it, whether it's, I don't care, volleyball, wrestling, uh, swimming. There's going to be no money for this stuff. When these, these teams got to travel to all these places, and it's great. It's not bad for sports radio. It's not bad for 
it's great for TV ratings and it's great for the Poindexters that never played sports. But you know, for an Eastern Eastern Washington playing a Utah State or a Indiana playing an Indiana State, it's dead. This is just it's just dead. I, I'm done with college. I, I can't do it. I, 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 if you want to be pro, be pro. I'll watch the Tigers, I'll watch the Lions, I'll watch my Red Wings, and gosh, I hope I can watch my Pistons. But um, other than that, and I'm a lifelong, I, I actually, I talked to Tommy about this uh, about a month and a half ago. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the death of uh, all the other schools. It'll, it may revert back 10, 15 years from now, but... I, I, it's, it's all about money, and I just hate that. First, it was ni or uh, transfer portal. Then it was nil, and now it's expansion mega conference. Right, you know, and, and, and Scotty, yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate the call in GR listening on ninety six one. The game it is professional. I will say though, if everything beyond the Power Three reverts back to what it was like. Great, we'll get Central and Western on a Saturday, and it's a big party weekend in Kalamazoo or Mount Pleasant. I'll take that any day of the week over a Wednesday night matchin matchup. If you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge.